It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. All right, friends, welcome back to another episode of Two Idiot Girls. And this week we have a very special episode because I remembered to send out the question on time. And this week we wanted to know what are your celebrity hot takes and what do we think about them? (laughs) So last week, Drew, her example was that Harry Styles is overrated. Which we don't believe. We don't believe in this house. I don't, I don't believe that. I just was but giving guess you an what? example of a hot take. Guess what? A lot of people in here, they do believe that. Dang. Taking the Lord's name in vain. You know what I'm Dang. saying? I um, think that objectively, Harry Styles is a very talented musician. Mm-hmm. I think that sometimes people feel the need to... F- <laughs> To dislike things that are universally liked. Yeah. I knew someone like that. Yeah. In order to be different. So objectively speaking, he's a great artist. Sure. And beauty is subjective. So if you don't find him attractive, that's not really, that doesn't really factor in at all. Yeah. But do they mean looks wise or talent wise? Um, I think both. Um, mostly talent, which I liked because we're not here to make fun of how people look. But I mean, I am always. <laughs> but that's <laughs> you know besides I mean. the point. No, we had yeah, we had four people talk about how that Harry Styles is overrated. Music wise, did it say? Did they elaborate at all? No. Oh man. Oh, she said. Okay, so this person said this is Lisi, and she said, using your example, Harry Styles is overrated. I don't see the appeal and can understand why people think it's annoying that he's treated like he's the only gender pushing male artist okay it makes me feel sometimes. Okay, i can agree that, with that that makes sense to me yeah. that's very valid uh and we all know why that is it's because he's a white man so like a white man we all know why people treat him like he's the only person to ever exist that has you know worn nail polish yeah that's not a like female identifying person yeah but that being said He is groundbreaking in a lot of other ways. I do think, though, that even though he has he has done groundbreaking things, Mm -hmm. doesn't mean he it doesn't necessarily mean he's the only one. But it's still important to acknowledge that he's pushing boundaries because he is to an extent. I think people, especially non-gender conforming people, get frustrated Mm -hmm. that he's hoisted as the. He's used as like an example. Yeah, the icon yeah. of it when they've been doing it for so many years. I Which mean, I it, get. It's the same thing. Like it's almost like he's like um like taking over a movement. But I don't think that's his purpose in doing it. Well, I think it's, it's also like, unconsciously, like he's not making that choice. Yeah. Like people are putting him on that pedestal, yeah, but you can't get mad at him for that. Yeah. Like that's not he's not being like, hey, everyone look at me, I'm the best. Yeah. Like no, I agree. the best and the only. Um, I genuinely don't think that he is the person saying that. Or, or he's spearheading that campaign. Yeah, I'm like, I would hope not, yeah. Yeah, because he's not. But, you know, anyone over the age of 15 
has like the capacity to understand that there had to have been people that came before in order for you to be the one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, I mean, I understand that frustration. Yeah. Do I think that bears any weight on his talent? No. No. Harry's house is incredible. Yeah, it is. It's genuinely very good. good. So like, you can't say it's not, it's like one of those things like people I can't, like I'm thinking of people I can't stand. Like, (laughs) <laughs> on the internet i'm like but that was kind of funny what they said like you can't deny it yeah you know? like you can still remain objective and still have an opinion like, yeah you know what i mean like it's possible to to think about two sides of a mm-hmm. coin but yeah i would say i i i get it but i disagree yeah i, yeah. I agree with that yeah <laughs> <laughs> another one we got a lot because you brought it up was the the um the hysteria i would say around jack harlow Oh, okay. So let me let me look it up. So we got three Jack Harlows in here, which is hilarious. Love that. So one of them says he has bad vibes or something off with him. What are your okay. initial thoughts on that? That's from someone named Jess. I would say that it's valid because you can never really trust white men, especially if they're operating within a black space. Do you yeah. think the reason that people like Jack Harlow more than, or take him more seriously than they do people like young gravy Mm -hmm. is because, um, he says he's attracted to women of color and black women. I mean, it's possible because I think that was what kind of started the wildfire about Chris Evans was like, yeah, sure. Uh, those videos of him hitting on the girl outside. And then the interviewer, the really beautiful interviewer, yeah. they both, they both just so happened to be black. Women. Okay. So like when those videos went out, I think people were like, Oh my God. Like the sad part is, is that you so little see white men of prominence dating women of color or black women. So when you see one video of someone who's like mainstream celebrity creaming his jeans over a woman of color or a black woman, yeah, you're like, oh my god, he's probably one of the good ones. Like that's like your innate mm-hmm. reaction, okay? Because the world is so racist. But like, I mean, maybe I just think Jack Harlow's like the new thing. I think he's got confidence and charm. Drew said he's tall. She saw him in he person. Looks, he looks taller than, okay, than what so I would have expected. How, what tall? How tall do you think he is? He's probably like 5'9", five 5'10". Five That's what I would have guessed. Not me. You thought he I was guess, like 5'5"? Five five? I guess like 5'6", but like... <laughs> <laughs> but he looks like, I would say max 5'9". How tall do you think the internet thinks he is? I'm probably going to say 6'2". That's what they always fucking he lie. He literally says, I'm not even joking, 6'3". That's full of shit. Listen, it literally says he's six three. Respect. Why would they lie like that? Respectfully, there's no fucking. Like, how tall way. do you think Post Malone is? He's probably like six feet. Okay, six one. that's what it says. It says Post Malone's six foot, which I would guess probably six, six foot five he eleven. Looks tall. Yeah, I would give yeah. him that. Jack Harlow does not look six three. Listen, let's ask Fanita because Fanita went and met him, and she wasn't that much shorter than him, and yeah, she's nowhere near that's six true, three. That's true. So that's a fucking lie. Because well, we have to ask Nita. Listen, yeah. my man is six four. Give us the tea. Jared is six three. His brother. There's no fucking way that <laughs> Jack Harlow is six three. Respectfully, five nine is probably kind of short. He's probably like five ten, five eleven. Okay. Like, if yeah, I would say that's probably the highest I would give him. I would highest five eleven. Yeah, but I would say five ten probably. He was just taller than I expected. Billy was there. Does do you think Billy thinks he's five ten? No, 
he's like, I think oh, he's- well, no, yeah. I mean, maybe, but he he doesn't like see height the same Text way. Text him I and ask him how tall do you think Jack Harlow was when we saw him? Okay. Nah. I mean, I can. He's not going to remember. He's going to be like, when did we see him? He's like, who's that? He's going to be like, <laughs> we never saw him. And I'm going to be like, we literally watched him perform, but okay. <laughs> Billboard Awards, but sure. Who else do you think is a white man that's compared to that's like compared to Jack Harlow? Because he's in here a lot. <clears throat> well, Chris Evans. No, 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 no. Oh, like a singer? Not a singer. Like rapper? Just like a famous person, like a celebrity. Timothy Chalamet. No. Oh. Same type of quirky, like everyone likes him because he's funny. Timothy Chalamet's not one. Oh, 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 I know exactly who it is. Who? Tom Holland. No. Oh. <laughs> I was so You're confident. You're so bad at this. Well, that's another it's example. It's Pete Davidson. You took too long. He's not even the same. He's he's not a rapper. No, like, I, I said a celebrity. I didn't say you a didn't rapper. You didn't say anything. I said he's a singer or a rapper. You're like, no. And I and said, just, no, he's a celebrity. We're going to play back the tape. Yeah, he didn't say celebrity. Anyways, right he's in here a lot, too. This sounds kind of fucked, but like... I think Pete Davidson, he seems like a nice guy, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I would put all my eggs in the basket that he's like not misogynistic. Really? I don't know, man. I don't know. Cause he hangs out with a lot of comedians and TBH, a lot of, especially male comedians mm-hmm. are very misogynistic. And when that's I, probably when where I, my distaste. I'm going to telepathically tell you one of the main comedians he hangs out with a lot, who is very problematic and a lot of people don't like anymore. Who? Well, I'm going to bleep it, but and so that's a big ick right there. He's best friends with MGK. That should tell you all you need and to guess, know. Guess who else is on this list a lot? MGK. MGK. Listen, that's all you need to know. Like, they're best, they're best fucking friends. They're best friends. Okay, friends, we're going to take a quick break for a little ad moment. And this is with our friends at Ivory Ella. So Ivory Ella is a lifestyle apparel brand that donates 10% of profits to saving the elephants and other charitable causes. Launched by college students, Ivory Ella grew organically into one of the largest and most passionate communities of supporters wanting to make a difference in the world. Donating over $2 million to date, Ivory Ella continues to deliver good clothes for a good cause. Everything you buy, you're helping save the world little by level, little. Everything is cute and trendy, and they've had over half a million donated in their first year to save the elephants, and over $2 million total donated to other charitable causes. So you can be part of the herd. Go get yours for 15% off using code 2IdiotGirls at IvoryEllaCom slash 2IdiotGirls. That's I-V-O-R-Y-E-L-L-A.com slash 2IdiotGirls. Now back to the episode. Does everybody remember why MGK started getting in the news in the first I think place? This is our cousin Cruz, which is so funny. She literally said, Megan and MGK in all caps need to go. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Listen, I talked about that with, we talked about that with Michaela. She was like, if he ever just, if they ever break up, I'll pretend I never saw yeah. all the shit that she did with I'll him. I'll just say like, I don't remember. Any yeah. Of that. That's not a hot take. That's, that's universal. <laughs> I think like Megan Fox and, and like Megan, Please for yourself. See, I watched the, um, they did that interview thingy. I think it's like with GQ where they're like, who knows each other best? So she's like, what are my favorite movies? I saw that. I watched it. And I watched it and I thought, oh, I guess I could kind of see it. They seem kind of cute in this. Like it's like whatever. And then I see everything else that they do, like their billboard post, which I'll put right here. Yeah. She did. I just. Listen, what's the, what's the opposite of like (laughs) the like evil variant of like a Christian girl and her boyfriend who's like, we did the a bad thing. boy. Yeah. Like, so this happens and it's like them getting pregnant. They're like the evil variant of that. Like it's, a, it's, it's just as terrible. It's just Been a different cooking kind. Up a good one for you guys. Yeah, or, yeah. It's, or it's suddenly like, it, like they get engaged and they're like, 
So this happened. Like, you know, we did a thing. Like, yeah. They get married and they post their photo and then they're like, we did a thing. Yeah. And then they're like, 10, 10 full days of calling you hubby. Like, that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that just couple, is unsettling. Yeah, yeah. That couple, they're the evil variant of that. They're literally the, the same fucking thing. They're just on the opposite end of the spectrum. Like, they're so cringe and chug. It's it, but just an evil version of it. Like, it's really bad. So, I, she deserves did so much better. Did you see them at the, did she both of them? I know you saw MGK, but did you see both of them at the billboard? I didn't see Megan Fox. Oh, okay. No. But I want to know, she, I wanna know what she looks like in person. I'd be interested. I'm sure that. she's it's gorgeous. She's, Carved from fucking marble, yeah. dude. Like it's just like on a on New Girl when she was on there, mm-hmm. and <laughs> like uh, what's her face, Zoe Deschanel. She goes, "No, I love Reagan. That's Megan Fox's character." Yeah, she goes, "She looks like the front of a ship come alive because <laughs> she fucking does." Yeah, she looks like she was etched in a fucking sketchbook and just came to life. Like she's, I'm sure, just as beautiful in person as she is online. But he is. He is just not good enough for her. I will say yeah, that. It's definitely That's very de- strange. I just, I, I'm with Michaela, our our bestie, Michaela Oakland. I'm with her. Like if they were to ever break up, I'll pretend I never saw it. Yeah. I feel I that. simply I feel did that. not see it be cringe queen. I simply did not see it. I simply choose to not see it. Um, there's a really funny one in here about Nick Jonas. Oopsies. Oh my God. I'm so ready to hear it. I know. Cause there's a lot of thoughts on Nick, <laughs> Nick Jonas. Okay. So this is from Cassidy. Okay. And she said, as a former Nick girl, I regret to say this purely based on social media presence. Nick mm-hmm. has fallen to the bottom of the Jonas totem pole. Damn. He posts like a 40 year old mom who recently discovered social media. Tell me the forehead crinkle, high angle lip sync disaster was- <laughs> of a social account isn't the biggest ick. He needs to take notes from Joe. And uh-huh. quite frankly, so does the entire Jonas Brothers band account. Like either be Lizzo and kill it slash participate in trends correctly or be Taylor Swift slash Harry Styles and put out content less frequently, but with purpose. Damn, she fucking read him the house down, The bitch. forehead crinkle high, high she angle. fucked him I'm up. Dead. I'm dead. I'm gonna put a picture of it right here because that shit is so, so funny. Specific, I was so gonna, good. I was gonna comment on the two close selfies. Well, first of all, for those of you that were rocking with the Jonas Brothers in the trenches like us. Yeah. I was, a, they, Joe, I was when, a Joe girl, when so they I'm were not on, embarrassed. Well, when they were on YouTube, right? Joe was the star always. Yeah. So like like Joe truly, he has mastered social media because he's been that that girl yeah. for like the longest time. Yeah. Well, so like, and he didn't marry a Joe. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole nother mm. issue. But like, uh, but again, like Joe is like built to be a personality sure. and, and obviously he's like a musician too, but yeah. like he has the personality and the charm to like be a, a person also. Well, and even if you look at the way they stand on stage, he's angled to be the middle, like the front of the group. Yeah. Cause yeah. he's, he's like the, he's like that guy. Yeah. So like that doesn't surprise, it doesn't surprise me at all that he does well on social media mm-hmm. because he has always been that guy. Yeah. Like if you go watch their like early, early YouTube videos, yeah, like he was, he was the, the star. star. Yeah. yeah. He was always, the funny one and he was always like the thing that made you want to watch more yeah. videos but um yeah with Nick Jonas it's cause Nick Jonas is a Virgo man and I'll say it till the cows come and then, home and you know what Joe is a Leo oh see that makes a lot of sense and then I think Kevin's a Scorpio or a Libra he's one or the other oh if he's a Libra that explains a lot I think yeah. Libra makes more sense for no, him I'm gonna look it up yeah look up talking. what he is yeah, yeah. no 
Nick Jonas is a Virgo man. That's why he's insufferable. Like <laughs> he's a Scorpio. I, oh, he's a Scorpio. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I love Scorpios regardless. Yeah, Chris and is I a love Scorpio. Libras. Yeah. So I, I attract Libras and I get along really well with Scorpios, mm-hmm. men and women. So like for, yeah, I, I honestly, that's a hot take. I agree with you, bitch. Yeah. Like he's definitely fallen to the bottom because he's insufferable. And I've said this for a long time. Like, and he's short. Yeah, well, I think like, all of them are kind of short, right? Yeah, they're all short. Like, I think Joe's the tallest, actually. And he's like, well, Kev- no, no, Kevin, Kevin might, might be the be. tallest, but like, Kevin, I, I think, is like 6'3. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, bitch, no. <laughs> Kevin's probably like 5'8, and then I think Joe's 5'7, and then Nick is like 5'6 or something. 5'5, five, 5'6. Five, five, he's fucking small, bro. Like, tiny, 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 tiny. Nick and Joe are both 5'7, and oh. Kevin is 5'9. And even oh, then, see, I, I think 5'7 is a lie, guys. I think they're I think he's 5'7. I know for a fact Joe is 5'7. And I think that that makes sense because Sophie Turner is like 5'11. Fi- yeah, 5'11. Or she's like 5'10. Yeah. So she's obviously taller than him. Mm-hmm. But I think Nick is shorter than Joe. So I think he's like 5'6. Yeah. Either way, short kings. But I mean, I I <laughs> truly I've said this for a while. Like <laughs> I think Nick <laughs> is probably really irritating in real life. So yeah. like, it doesn't surprise me that he's chug as fuck on Instagram because yeah. he's annoying. Like he's annoying. <laughs> people do annoying things. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I, like, that's what not else a, are we supposed to do, but be annoying. Yeah. Like truly they know I, in a way I like can't get mad at them because like they're annoying. Like what else do you expect? Like you're doing exactly what I thought. Yeah. You were like exactly. Yeah. I expect nothing more than to be irritating. Like, yeah. I agree. He seems too competitive and he seems like a big know-it-all. Yeah. And he's the reason the band broke up. Of course yeah. he's going to be annoying. Well, and look how well that worked out. I know. Um, so he could be a solo. Yeah. If anything, arguably Joe had a better career outside of them as the Jonas brothers, but not solo. That was yeah, with, with no, Dunce. Yeah. Not with Dunce. Yeah. That's what I always <laughs> called them too. <laughs> This sounds so mean. I sound like I'm being so mean, but like Nick is a Virgo man. So like that tells you all you need to know. Next question, right? We're going on that one. (laughs) Hey y'all, we're going to take a quick break to have an ad from our friends at Apostrophe. So we all know we all suffer from acne at one point or another. It's never fun, but it is very relatable because we all have to deal with it. For me, I'm someone who's constantly on camera now. So whenever I get hormonal breakouts, it's the worst thing in the entire world. And I can absolutely vouch for how annoying it can be. It can be inconvenient. And it also just doesn't make you feel great. So our friends at Apostrophe want to help with you and any sort of breakout you may have, whether it's in convenient or inconvenient time. But to be honest, there's really no convenient time to break out. So we have a very special deal for our audience at Apostrophe. You can save $15 off your first visit with an Apostrophe provider at apostrophe.com slash two idiot girls. When you use our code two idiot girls at checkout, this code is only available to our listeners specifically. So to get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash two idiot girls and click begin visit. Then use our code two idiot girls at sign up and you'll get your your first visit for only $5. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E.com slash two idiot girls. And you can use that code two idiot girls to get your dermatologist crafted treatment plan for $5. And we thank our friends at apostrophe so much for sponsoring this podcast. Again, it's apostrophe.com slash two idiot girls. Now back to the episode. 
Yeah. So this one's from, I'm sorry if I mispronounced her name. Her name's Shoshana. Mm -hmm. And she said, Taylor Swift is overrated. She has some good songs, but as an overall artist and celebrity, I don't understand her diehard fans. If I say I'm not a fan or I don't listen to her and suddenly someone is legitimately mad at me. (laughs) I didn't say she's a bad singer. I just don't like her and her fans are annoying. <laughs> that shit sounds personal, bro. I know. Um, yeah, this one's from Luke, and he says she's overrated and is able to make two albums that sound exactly the same and not do anything crazy with her voice or like insane performances to get insane amount of support and money. While black women or POC women in general who talk about the same subjects have to do insane stuff with their voice and performances, like FK Twigs, who's kind of problematic right now, yeah. or Beyonce, and are expected to do even better for every album, and Taylor isn't. Okay, I- well, listen. First of all, your your issue is comparing them. Literally at all. Taylor Swift and Beyonce are not on the same fucking level. Let's just put that out there. Sure. Like no one's ever comparing them. Beyonce's success far supersedes Taylor Swift's. That doesn't mean that Taylor Swift is not a good artist. I think that Taylor Swift does exactly what I expect her to do. I was every just time. about to say, yeah. like, I don't know what y'all just expect. Like, with like Jack Harlow's album, everyone's like, what is this? Well, you didn't expect him to sing about his sweet semen. Well, then he I looks think, exactly like he would I'm do like, that. I just always think like he's not J. Cole. Like, yeah. I don't know what you expect out of the dude. Like when I hear 21 Savage, I'm not expecting <laughs> to be moved lyrically. Like I'm expecting <laughs> like to Kendrick shake Lamar. Yeah, like, like I'm expecting <laughs> to shake my ass. Yeah. Like that's you go to different people for different things. Mm-hmm. So that being said, I like Taylor Swift. I fuck with the music. I think she's really talented. I think more than anything, what people love most about her, this is going to come off like a read, but it's not, is like, it's it's the relatability factor. Like, yeah. I don't want to call it mediocrity because she's not mediocre, but it's it's almost like, they could see themselves there's being like a, her. Yeah, there's a huge sense of normalcy that yes, she portrays so, in all of her music. And they yeah. and people crave that. Like yeah. they crave like I listen, I've been a fan of Beyonce for God knows how long. I know for a fucking fact I'll never be like her. I can never yeah. be who she is, do what she does, and and like be as talented as her. So there's a disconnect between the two of us as far as me being a fan as opposed to like me being like I don't know, like a fucking hater, but like in the sense that like, I know I could never be her, but Taylor Swift, she rose at a time where every girl wanted to be the girl who writes songs in her bedroom and becomes just just like Olivia Rodrigo. Like Taylor Swift was one of her biggest idols. And and you can tell, and you can tell, you see it reflected in her work and it's because Mm -hmm. she was relatable in that sense. And that's why I'm like, you guys, it, when, when you say things like that, I feel like it makes it, almost gate kept like this is only reserved for this kind of person mm-hmm. whereas there's more i think there's enough room for all kinds of different artists so that you can pick and choose what you want to listen to when you're looking for something very specific you yeah. know what i mean i like, also think too like on the same note about what luke was saying i don't think we're not saying that she hasn't had a, an insane amount of privilege to get to where she's at oh i'm sure more than beyonce or even fk that's I literally totally a agree. given yeah. and that's that's kind of where i think i don't I don't relate because I'm like I know for a fact she was privileged yeah so once I take the power out of that it doesn't affect affect me because then I can look at it more objectively because I'm like well yeah fucking duh like she's a thin straight cis pretty white woman like of of fucking course she's gonna conventionally pretty yeah Yeah, she literally has all the advantages Mm -hmm. right she has all the advantage in the world does that mean she's never struggled no she's just inherently given these privileges ahead of other people yeah so like yeah i'm like 
I mean, of fucking course I'm going to think that. So that's why I'm like, well, duh. Yeah. And then you can look at the music and be like, yeah, yeah the music's nice. You yeah. know what I mean? Let like, me tell you something about Taylor Swift. <laughs> we have loved her for so long. Like, yeah. just huge fans. I mean, Fearless was like all of my childhood. It felt like I loved Fearless. And that was like a relatability yeah. thing is what I'm Because she's like 16. I'm in the eighth grade. I don't know what it's like to get broken up with yet. And then <laughs> or get my heart broken yet. And her music, it was just so good. Was, she's just like Ed Sheeran to me. She's going to do, and just like Ed Sheeran, they're going to do exactly what I expect them to do. Yeah. And they, and they can write a song. Yeah. Bro. Like, like she can, can write her ass off. Did you like folklore? No, not really. I didn't like folklore. I didn't care for but it. I but I loved Evermore. Mm. Evermore came out after. I liked Evermore more. Uh, yeah, I fuck with that. I, I didn't really care for folklore, but that's what I'm saying. Like the people that ride with her have been with her from the jump. Yeah, so, and she's like, been around for so long. It's hard to not yeah, have those types of But fans. I get yeah. what you're saying about her having advantages that other women of color and black women haven't gotten. Yeah, for sure. Obviously. Well, and we've talked about like offline too, that the difference between her and Olivia Rodrigo is that Olivia Rodrigo is a better vocalist. Do you I agree. Think, do you agree with that? Yeah. She's a better singer. So, but they're just as good songwriters as each other. Yeah. Well, well, and, and, well, and yeah, well, I mean, I think I just always think apples and oranges. Like that's why when you're comparing her to Beyonce, never. Yeah. I would fucking never compare them because Beyonce's a hundred thousand times better in yeah. my opinion, but she's also a completely different artist. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And people always like to bring up Grammys cause she's won a fuck ton of Grammys. But like, I feel like people forget that Grammys are based off of radio plays and charting and all of that. Well, and, uh, and like handshaking to be honest. Yeah. It's yeah. like ass kissing, it's very but you have to think too, yeah. you have to think too, like uh, she's a palatable white girl. Of course the music's going to be pushed and it's going to yeah. be loved and liked because she's a palatable white girl. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like someone like, uh, yeah, all of these say Taylor Swift's overrated. Yeah. Someone else like Doja Cat, for example, who had to like really like, she like paid her fucking dues to get where she's at now. And yeah. she's extremely successful now far later than she should have been. Yeah, she should have been. I even watched um, Meg too. Yeah. yeah. Like these are all, these are women, black women who have been like having to like fight their way in as opposed to like someone open the door for Taylor. So she just yeah. walked right in. So like that doesn't take away from her success, but at the same time, I get what you're saying. Like, you know what I mean? There's obviously a, a huge amount of privilege, but I never take stock in Grammys mm -hmm. because I feel like, it's all, it's always like, it's almost like a popularity it's, contest. It's, it's like kind of easy to guess like who's going to take what. And yeah. I feel like, you know, so, I mean, I just never compare the artists that I, I like because I like them for different reasons. Yeah. So I feel like they're all good. In like a I different listen way. to them for different like times. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. We got a lot about the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp drought, but we're not going to talk about that. Right? I wouldn't. Okay. I don't want Slippery to. Slope. One of them said Skoducks. That's the only reason I was going to pick it. I'm not going what, to did, what are they saying? She said, not sure if it's a hot take, but I really don't understand the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial fanatics and how polarized and obsessed people are with it. Which I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I agree. But I, I don't want to talk about it because I don't want people yeah. to think we're downplaying yeah. you know, victims and stuff like it's that. It's literally just because no one's ever seen anything like that on a public stage. I agree. Okay, you ready? Oh, yeah. So, and so, everybody's chismosos, so. Yeah, a period. Yeah. Okay, so this one's from someone named Shannon, and she said, Tefi Pesua is the most beautiful human being alive. That's as much detail as I need to give. Thoughts? Yes. <laughs> Next question. I think this yes. Is, I think this is Shannon, her, like, assistant. <laughs> 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 yeah, absolutely fucking yes. Yeah, we love Tefi, Tefi. I worship the ground she walks on. 
I would do. I would die for her. I so. agree. I agree. <laughs> Ooh, this one's good. This one's from someone named Gabs, and she said, Elizabeth Olsen is much more talented than both of her sisters combined. They Oof. for real walked so she could run. I know you girlies love Passport to Paris, and I can't argue that it's a goodie, but Lizzie would have wiped the floor with them in that movie. Different again, apples and oranges. You think, I think you're, so too. You, yeah. you like you guys are comparing Marion Kanashi when they were fucking ten. Like yeah, uh, yeah Elizabeth Olsen. And you have to think of like like I hope one day they do a biography or something on their lives where we get to see like how they were truly treated when they were little. Oh girl, just like Britney Spears. You like, want to talk about a workhorse? Yeah. Like they were putting in the time, mm-hmm. bitch. Like, and you have to think too. Like Elizabeth Olsen. I I don't think you can compare the acting because they were children and elizabeth olsen what she's known for now she's a full-grown adult so like who knows what they would act like now if they and honest to god they probably would be acting if they weren't driven into the fucking ground when they were kids Mm because they were working nonstop when they from like the age of like four until like they were like 18 so you know i i bet you they got so fucking burnt out with acting that they were like fuck this shit i'm not doing this anymore yeah 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 i disagree with that hot take but only because i need to see them act when they're older and then i can compare mm-hmm. but elizabeth olsen is amazing yeah i love her, love her. Yeah. hey y'all we're going to take a quick break and have an ad for our friends at magic spoon so growing up cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid you get up on saturday morning you eat a big bowl of sugary cereal and you know what i still love a sugary cereal but now that i've gotten older and my stomach has started to turn on me i can no longer eat too much sugar or in cereals especially because it tends to hurt my stomach So that's where our friends at Magic Spoon come in. So Magic Spoon actually is a variety pack. They have four flavors, which are cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. This pack has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs. There's only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. And arguably the best part about Magic Spoon is that it has all of the great flavors, but it is still very good for you, and it doesn't hurt your tummy in that sense as far as being too sugary. So... You can go to magicspoon.com slash two idiot girls to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code two idiot girls at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund you your money. No questions asked. Remember, you can get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash two idiot girls and use the code two idiot girls to save five dollars off thank you so much to magic spoon for sponsoring this episode now back to the show this one's from beverly or might have been beverly i don't know if she spelled her name wrong but she said timothy Chalamet is a jump square in human form there's something really unsettling about his eyes and i swear to god he's appeared in every nightmare i've ever had oh yeah he is a little spindly isn't he He's a you little... have to watch him in Ladybird. That's why you don't find him attractive yet. Then you'll see the high. She said she didn't say she doesn't find him attractive. She said she finds him spooky. He won't be that spooky then. You'll see. I watched him in Ladybird. And see. again, like it you'll just see. doesn't do anything for me. I don't uh I don't I don't nec- no no. I was going to say I don't see the hype, but I do see I do see the hype. I understand why people like him. Mm-hmm. It's just not my cup of tea. Gives you icky vibes, huh? Yeah, I have a real strong sense that Timothy Chalamet is a fucking douchebag. That's my theory. 
I don't know for sure. Come meet me in real life if you're real. Let me prove it. <laughs> I know. He's one of our biggest fans. So <laughs> yeah, let me tell the world like who you really are. I love his sister. She's one of my favorite shows. She's really funny. So. I don't know who that is. So, but I, I, I'm not, a, I'm not surprised you're afraid of him because he is very spooky looking sometimes. Okay. I can see it. Um, this one's from Grace. She said, this one's really interesting because I don't know who any of these people are, but maybe you do because you like cooking shows. <laughs> Since when? Do you know who Bobby Flay is? Yeah, Bobby Flay is like one of the most famous chefs in the world. I don't world. know who that is. He's Yes, you do. If he's I like, see him, maybe I'll remember. It's like Gordon Ramsay. He's a Gordon Ramsay. I know who that is. He's on, I know. He's on MasterChef Junior. I'm saying they're the same like kind of Do you want to hear her, her hot take or not? I think I know what it is already, but yeah, go ahead. What do you think it is? Just tell me. Just tell me. So she said, I used to think Bobby Flay was fine. Is that what you thought she was going to say? <laughs> no. That's I had not. a crush on him as a kid and was convinced I would marry him even though he's old as bones. <laughs> I would watch <laughs> Food Network just for him. And that's one of the most vivid memories of a celebrity crush I have. Even when I would <laughs> rationalize that I couldn't marry a 50-year-old man, I wanted him to go with Giada and be a celebrity chef power couple. Looking back, now he's just some dude. But the way I was down tremendous over a middle-aged man who could char some peppers and work a grill was <laughs> atrocious. That's so funny. You should put that on Twitter. That's so funny. That would kill on Twitter. Like um, Bobby Flay of all people. This is like the kind of hot take I'm talking about. Like this shit is so fucking funny. Like you want to know something? You were down bad for sure. Cause like of all the celebrity chefs, first of all, you fucking pick Bobby Flay. Who's like, and not only that, but like Bobby Flay is so fucking normal looking. Mm -hmm. Like you could see him at a base pro shops. <laughs> like you literally could walk into any Dick Sporting Goods and find a dude that looks exactly like him. That is so fucking funny, dude. Not Dick Sporting Goods. Yeah, like you could literally, like he's quite literally buying propane at a Lowe's right now. Like there's someone who looks exactly <laughs> like him doing that. He's coaching your local baseball team. Yeah, dude. like, yeah, he's helping you find the right, like, <laughs> caulking for your walls in Home Depot. Like, dude, like he's so normal looking. That is so fucking funny. Not even the government could get that out of me. Aww. But I will say to relate to that, when I was like 10, I was in love with Ray Toro from My Chemical Romance. And I like when I say in love, I mean like I was convinced we were going to be together, even though I was 10 and he was 35. So not as old as 50, weirdo. <laughs> Sicko. Sicko. Um, but yeah, I get that. I get being so obsessed with someone. And then like when I moved on to Nick Jonas, I did not feel that way. Like I literally was like, oh, I, I was like a Nick girl, but like, I always thought like, well, he might not date me. But with Ray Toro, I was convinced. I literally would think about what I would wear on our wedding day and stuff. Like weird, weirdo shit, bro. Dude, they're on tour right now. I want to see them so bad. Ooh, see if we, see if we can go see them. Yeah. Okay, we have a lot about Gordon Ramsay as well, and I think it's because I wrote about him in the caption, and the reason for that was because one of my friends, Carrie, I'll shout her out, she told me, like, we were talking about celebrity crushes you have that are kind of unconventional, and she went, you know, like, Jason Bateman, and I go, yeah, I could see that one, it's like that energy, and she goes, or Gordon Ramsay, and I go, I and so when I was writing this questionnaire, I was like, who told me that they had a crush on Gordon Ramsay? So I was going to put on my Instagram story and I go, I think it was Carrie. So I texted her, I'm all, did I dream this or did you tell me that you had a crush on Gordon Ramsay? 
She just sent me all these ha-ha's. Is it when he put two pieces of bread on a lady's face and said, what are you? And she said, an idiot sandwich. Is that what did it for you, Carrie? So we have a couple here. Alondra, she said that Gordon Ramsay is a babe. And then someone else, I don't know how to say this name. Maybe you can read it. I think it's in Psalm 1. If you think I can read that from here. I'm going to hand it to you. It's uh, it's Pepe, but does she call herself Pepe? I don't know. She said it's like yes, coconut milk, and I think it's oh, Pepe. Yeah. So she said that she likes her one-offs, like Jeremy Piven. Love Jeremy Piven. That guy's so. Good. I had to like remind myself who that was. I mix up him and Stanley Tucci all the time. I'm not gonna lie to you. Stanley Tucci. <laughs> that guy looks nothing like him. Wait, no. Jeremy Piven's in Serendipity. I mix up Jeremy. Yeah, and Entourage is yes, like his. I know that. Thing. Yeah. I I. Mix up him and the bad guy from Big Fat Liar. Paul Giamatti. Oh, yeah, there it is. There it is. Oh, you, wait, you mix up Paul Giamatti and Jeremy Stan- Piven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just laughing because you were acting like mine was so stupid. <laughs> I'm saying, no, no, no. That one's even more No, no, no. Stupid. Paul Giamatti specifically in Big Fat Liar. Yeah, I heard you. Yeah, so like they, he looks like Jeremy Piven around that same time. <laughs> Specifically in that movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> anything like it. Okay, and put Stanley Tucci on there. They're both white men. Put Stanley Tucci on there and tell me which one of he those Jeremy Piven actually. down below. Let us know which one actually Jeremy Piven looks know. like. Stanley Tucci. That's the dumbest thing I've That's ever heard. That's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard you say. It reminds me. I of, said I will literally look up a picture of him. It right reminds now. me of Julian where he can't tell the difference between like Julia Roberts and. Bitch, you said Stanley Tucci. He looks nothing like Jeremy Piven. No, the fuck he doesn't. He looks more like him than Paul Giamatti. Wrong. Wrong. All right, next You one. know what would be so funny? If if Paul Giamatti and Jeremy, or no, Stanley Tucci looks like each other. <laughs> that would be even funnier. <laughs> We're both wrong? Yeah. <laughs> okay. They're all balding white men. So. Okay, we'll do one more, okay? Okay. Okay, the last one, I wanted to end on this note because it's almost Pride Month, so we have to shout out one of my favorite queer actresses, Kristen Stewart. She's in here a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone's saying that she's a wonderful actress. This one's from Emma. She said Kristen's a wonderful actress and her performance in Twilight was beautiful. Yeah. That's not a hot take. That's that's very... She got pigeonholed after that movie, but that's why I said she fooled all of you because she played that character so well that you all thought she yeah, was a bad like actress. This, this other person named Andrea, or Andrea, sorry if I mispronounced her name. She said, Kristen Stewart can act and is an amazing actress. I'm sick of the Kristen Stewart slander and I will not stand for it. Also, everyone saying she was terrible in Twilight must not understand how cringy the books were yeah. and Bella's character. She played Bella almost exactly like how she was portrayed in the books and I'll stand by that. I was one of those middle schoolers with no friends and only read a shit ton of books and I read the Twilight series like five times. Also, I was obsessed with the movies and made it my entire insufferable personality. So you could say I was an expert. Yeah, dude. No. And and also they were all by that measure. Robert Pattinson's a terrible actor, too, because yeah. he acted his ass off so well in that movie. But the world's misogynistic. So they tell only you something about that man. So they, <laughs> that's a handsome. Ass so man. they so they only ate her up for Twilight. Yeah. They didn't eat him up. But also you have to think the scene in the very first Twilight where he intimidates the dudes that were trying to assault her. When he gets out of the car, he's like, get in the car. Remember yeah. that? Is this when she's leaving dinner or whatever? Yeah. Friends? Well, she's getting chased by those, that group of sickos. Okay. And then he's, he, you know, he pulls up while they're like I trying to so. grab her. And he's like, get in the car. Yeah. yeah. And then when he walks over to them and he does, he just goes, that's bad acting too. So. Even the, the, when she smells so good when she comes in yeah. to the science class. And he's like, he's like, 
Yeah. <laughs> I wish he was doing that. That would have been funnier. But see, like, <laughs> nobody's going to eat him up for those two fucking scenes. Yeah. Like, like he, but that was him being. Who is your um, bias in the Cullen family? <sighs> I didn't like any of them. I was listen. One thing about me, I always pick the brown <laughs> me person. Too. Me too. No matter what, anybody, even if everyone's like, ew. But you know what? We've grown up, and I'm here to tell you that it was. Like, we should have been team. Ember. Now I'm team Ember. But when I was team Ember, team, team Ember. Uh, now I'm team Edward. But when I was younger, I was team Jacob. None, no one in the Cullen family did it for me. Um, maybe I liked Emmett. I thought he was very gorgeous. He is beautiful to me. (laughs) Now I look back and go, "Eh." he's so all the lesbians were frothing for Alice. I don't get it. Yeah. He's so, yeah. And they're all frothing at the mouth for Alice. And and what about Leah Clearwater? Nobody was with my girl. That's the one female wolf. (gasps) The brown girl. huh? Yeah. Nobody was with my girl. Put a picture of her on her. And even Sam's girl. Like the one who um, she got scratched on her face. She's pretty. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like everyone was all up Alice's ass. But what about the other girlies? Racist. (laughs) Also, I'm like thinking about people having biases in the Cullen family. Yeah. I feel like girls like Jasper. It would be like Edward, Jasper, Alice, and then they didn't care about anyone else. Well, no, no. Some everyone liked the fucking dad, Carlisle. Uh, I almost called him Edward, <laughs> Doctor Cullen. Um, or, Yuck. Nah, I didn't fuck with any of them because they were too white for me, and I, I it scared me a little In bit. In those movies, like especially the last one, I still haven't seen it. Is there a scene where they're running on all fours towards each other? No, the vampires don't. No, the vampires. They should have. I would have. I would have went to the movies to see that. A couple times that Emmett dude like will like go on all fours. Yeah. But... <laughs> His character was Anyways. so was so. Um, I saw someone make a thing that said like that one. That dude was super bisexual. Like Emmett, like you know the character mean? or the no, actor. The character. Oh, okay. the character. He's like he's he dude, for sure likes boys. Do you remember that iconic Vanity Fair? Photo shoot of course I, I do. Of course right I do. That was all over my MySpace. Are you kidding me? Yeah, bad. I had all those pics saved. I had them as like my screensaver. The I'm one like, of her and Edward and, and Jacob. I'm telling and Kristen Sexy. Stewart. Kristen Stewart is so fucking beautiful. I know. Like she is so pretty and she's flawless. I, I love her. So I'm so sad she's taken, but yeah, I agree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I told my mom, if you could pick one woman in the world for me today, who would it be? And she yeah. said Kristen Stewart. She's so hot, dude. And she seems so funny and cool. Like, she seems like a cool-ass bitch. I, I don't even remember what the original question was. Oh, Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Yeah, she was, she's flawless. You've seen Spencer. I haven't, but she was really good in it. Yeah, she was so good. And it took me a long time to get through the movie because it's very artsy. Did so you it's watch very the slow. new Charlie's Angels that she did? Yeah, I did. They're like, how can we make her the gayest person alive? <laughs> That's how they built her I'm character. I'm so surprised they that she did that movie. And you would do it for a check, too. That's probably what she's thinking. <laughs> they must have paid her a stack and a half, dude, huh. to do that movie. Because she, I was shocked when I saw her in that. I, I just, like, well, when I actually, when I first saw that she was going to be in it, I thought it was going to be really good. But it was horrible, that then movie. Then they were like, oh, my gosh. How are they, they going to do my girls, Lucy Liu, Drew Braymore, and Cameron Diaz like that? They ate it up no, as the Charlie's go, Angels. Yeah, and then I liked though that like because obviously Drew Barrymore's character was a lesbian. Like she should have been a lesbian, but for she was gay. She was she was bisexual in the movies. I rewatched them recently. Oh really? Yeah, she likes girls. Wait, too. yeah. Why did I forget that? Anyways, um, but then they were like, "What if we made her fully gay in this one?" And then that's our Kristen Stewart's character was, which is fine. But, but it's almost like it's almost like uh, it's trying to like fill a quota as opposed to just like 
make it or an organic it part good. of the make it an organic part of the story. Like yeah, it's not like what yeah, drives yeah. her yeah. is how much she likes girls. Like that should so, Oh man. She's like, I can't think about anything else except girls, right? Like don't make her like that. You can make Yeah. You can make her multifaceted and she could still be a spy. Yeah. Like like if you're, and then didn't Ariana do all of the music for that movie? Not all of it. She did one song, and it was awful. And it was her. I think Normani was in it, and there was one other. No, it was woman. her. I think Dula Peep and Miley Cyrus was it not? Don't call me Angel. What was I thinking of? Oh, there's Bad for You is the other one. There's one called Bad for You that she also does. Does she? What? Oh no, uh, dude, I was wrong too. It's Ariana Grande, Miley Cyrus, and Lana Del Rey. Oh. <laughs> well someone once asked me that like on a Q&A what are your thoughts on Lana Del Rey and I just put I don't like her and that's it and everyone was like thank god like they were all worried that I might like her I liked her a lot but the first album I thought was the best one after that before she turned into a fucking bigot yeah. <laughs> a cop lover okay well friends that's gonna wrap this if you have more celebrity hot takes, and I'm telling you, I want a real hot take. Give him a real hot take, Drew. Yeah. Get, give me more Bobby Flay shit. Yeah. Like, not specifically you with Bobby Flay, but so like. Maybe we'll change it to like, what are your, like, what's your embarrassing celebrity crush? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Something just, like that. Just give me something so specific that it just, it it makes me laugh. Because like the Bobby Flay thing, like her saying she used to watch the Food Network. She wanted him to marry Giada so they could be a, a power celebrity <laughs> that couple. That is That's so fucking one. funny. That's yeah, so funny. Like don't, don't tell me some, some shit like. Jack I'm, Harlow looks annoying. So, yeah, I know. Or just like, or some shit like, like. Ben Carson looks like a bad guy. Yeah, he is a bad guy. You know what I mean? Like, give me some good shit, bro. Give me some. Give me good. the. Give me the Bobby Flay. That's give me what some. We want. Yeah, give me some juicy. Yeah, I want to talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Okay, well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Two Idiot Girls. Yeesh. You can find all of our episodes on everywhere that you listen to podcasts, Spotify, whatever. And you can also find the video version of this on our YouTube channel on Two Idiot Girls. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. another season of the Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find the Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. 
Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.